Everybody's Talking with T, the talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on. You're back where it's at, and it's time to chat. We hit the roof with the truth and the floor with much more as we chatter about what matters and keep it real with our spiel. You're tuned in to Talking with T, the show designed with you in mind. It's April 23rd, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, wrestler John Cena, the late legendary playwright William Shakespeare, comedian George Lopez, the late child star and movie actress Shirley Temple, and actress Valerie Bertinelli. Today on the national calendar is recognized as National Picnic Day. On this date in history, in 1872, the first black woman lawyer, Charlotte E. Ray, became the first black woman admitted to practice before the Washington, D.C. District Supreme Court. The theme this month is Don't Be Foolish. Each week we have talked about things that people think, say, or do that appear to be foolish. This week, I would like to encourage people to follow your heart but take your brain with you. It is foolish to expect a big output without any input. Some people sit around waiting on greatness to fall from the sky. They are wishing for this great lifestyle without putting in the work. You cannot have a million dollar dream with a minimum wage worth ethic. There are few shortcuts to success. It is foolish to think that you can climb to success without a ladder. Sometimes we have to do things we don't like to get to the place where we can do things we love. I'm going to jump right into our Monday Minute Quick Bits and Hot Topics. 87-year-old Katherine Jackson, matriarch of the famous Jackson family, had a stroke this past week and is struggling to see or speak. She is now home recovering, surrounded by her family. Barbara Bush, former First Lady, married to George Bush Sr., died at the age of 92 with her husband holding her hand. The governor of Tennessee signed a bill making it official to sell liquor on Sundays. Tennessee also passed a bill to require able-bodied 10 care recipients to spend at least 20 hours a week working, in school, or volunteering. Students across the nation planned to walk out this past Friday to mark the 19th anniversary of the Columbine school shooting and to continue their protest of gun violence. Students at a Florida high school had planned to join the national walkout against gun violence, but a student was shot at the school Friday morning before the walkout started. The 17-year-old victim was transported to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries, while the 19-year-old who shot him was taken into custody. There was a disturbing story about an 8-year-old boy in Michigan who took a kitchen knife to school and randomly attacked three children who ended up needing stitches. The incident lasted about five minutes until an adult intervened. After he cut the students, he walked into the school office and set the knife down. At this time, they don't know if the boy had been bullied or if he has mental health issues. After the racially charged incident at Starbucks, resulting in the arrest of two black men, 
Starbucks decided to close 8,000 of its U.S. stores on May 29th for racial bias training. Tennessee once again had a failed testing system causing Tennessee school districts to suspend testing. It was also reported this year's scores will not count against students or teachers. Two Florida deputies were shot and killed this past Thursday in Trenton, Florida, at Ace China Restaurant in what appeared to be an ambush. A man from inside the restaurant shot the two officers through the glass. When other officers arrived, the shooter was found dead outside the business. They don't know if he shot himself or was killed by someone else. Another week and another life lost due to excessive force. As we are still grieving the shooting of Stefan Clark, Deontay Yarber, a 26-year-old father of three, was at the Walmart with family and friends when police shot him an estimated 30 times into his car, killing him and injuring one of his passengers. The police say that Yarber was wanted for questioning, in which case the family questions why he was treated as a suspect and taken down so tragically in broad daylight. With that, keep it where it's at. I'll be right back. You're tuned in to Talking With T.
Time of the show where we bring on the know-it-all Professor J and our top investigator, most often instigator P.I. Pam. I want to welcome the two of you as we cover trending news. So we had some breaking news early Sunday morning about a shooting at a Waffle House in Antioch, Tennessee. The shooter opened fire at about 3.25 a.m., killed at least four, and injured four others. Now, the hero from the story was a TSU student out of Nashville who took the suspect down, saying pretty much, like, he's going to have to work hard to kill me. And when he saw the opportunity, he went for it. The suspect, who eventually fled on foot, keep in mind he stark naked because he then took his coat off, it was said that he went to his nearby apartment, put some pants on, and was last seen wearing only those black pants. Tragic story. Right. I mean, you can't even go to Waffle House anymore without being in danger of being shot. And I was looking at Facebook uh, prior to us preparing for today's show, and one of my friends posted that the shooter in this this particular shooting was recently arrested at the White House uh, not too long ago. Oh, really? So, yeah, I don't know oh. uh, how... You talking about the White House in, uh, you talking about the White House in Washington, D.C., or a White House in Tennessee? Uh, the White House in Washington, D.C. Oh, I'm just saying, he's so, causing havoc across the nation? That's what it seems to be from the particular post that I saw. I hmm. mean, I can definitely double-check and, you know, report back, but clearly... Uh, there's a, uh, a situation of mental illness going on here mm-hmm. and general craziness, for right. lack of a better term. I agree. And then the thing is, they said he's been under the FBI surveillance or been under their radar for quite a while now. So I'm not understanding how this man is being looked at by the FBI for all the things yeah. that he might have done. Uh-huh. and. He's still walking around with an assault rifle. I mean, where did he right. get from? Why, why do you, and this isn't the first person that they've had under their watch that has went on and did something crazy, killed some people. No, the one, the young man that they had at that last school shooting that sparked this nationwide protest and walkout and everything, I believe he was under watch as well. Right, but yet and still, they still have assault rifles and had the ability to go and kill kill people. They trying to label them as um, just troubled. They had a troubled childhood, and you know they're troubled now. A lot of people I know had troubled childhoods. I, I don't see them going out killing folks. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, people handle their troubles differently. I get that, and I don't think it's mislabeling it to call them trouble. But I got a question for you. I need you to investigate something. Now these people okay. are under watch. They watching them. Watching them do what? Like. If we all need to know what happens if somebody's under watch, what does that mean? Because we know of at least two stories, but we know there are several other ones 
where these people are under watch, yet they're not taken down until they do something. So what's the point? You know what I mean? Everybody in that case could be under watch because if you're not going to do anything until the person commits uh, acts such as this, I don't understand how that's helpful. And I might right. just not, be, you know what I mean? I might be looking at it wrong. That's why I want you to investigate it. No, when you under watch, I remember when I tried to get a job in Oak Ridge at Y-12, and they watched me, and I didn't get the job because 10, 15 years ago, I had a $10 bad check at Pilot, and they was watching I'm telling you, they was watching I didn't mean to laugh. I didn't mean to laugh. They was, they was watching me. So if they watching me that hard, then why aren't they watching these fools walk around with assault rifles? Like I told them, I know I didn't have no money, but I need some gas. So I don't know. <laughs> I didn't get a job, though, but I was just being honest. Dang. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> well, all right. It's a struggle. <laughs> it's a struggle. We get it. It's a struggle. Hey, it, let me tell you something. We get it, and we're not the only ones that get it. There's some listeners out there that get it, too. Um, an engineering fraternity at Syracuse University was suspended this past Wednesday. After a video surfaced of them behaving and chatting in ways that were described as extremely racist, anti-Semitic, homophobic, sexist, and hostile to people with disabilities. And it seems like they captured every prejudice and bias against people other than healthy Caucasians that there could be. So the video was about six minutes long and included a pledge to, quote, always have hatred in my heart for, and here, right here, I'm not going to use the words they use, but they vow to hate African Americans, Hispanics, and Jews. The video was originally posted to a secret Facebook page. Soon, the video was discovered, the chapter's website, Facebook page, and all that. Now, it's not accessible. The executive director of the national chapter was, by the way, the fraternity is called Theta Tau, had claimed not to have seen the video. That's what he said. He ain't seen the video. But we'll oh. investigate the allegations, right? Okay. Haven't we heard that somewhere before? Hmm. Sounds mm -hmm. very familiar. Yeah. yeah, I wonder where the other chapters are because I guarantee that unlike Starbucks, this is probably embedded in the culture of this fraternity. Now, in fairness, this is not the first fraternity nor sorority suspended for racist chants and pledges. But if you think you can stomach the video, you can review it on our website. That's www.talkingwitht.com under today's show tab. But it's it's quite the disturbing um, revelation of a mindset of a whole group of people. It's like they have this communal hatred, and that, in my opinion, is dangerous. And I bet it goes back to when the fathers and grandfathers were in the same fraternity and uncles. And I bet it goes back decades. I'm sure. I'm sure. If not centuries. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Because, you know, when you talk about chants and actions like that, it doesn't seem isolated. It's like a part of what they do. But another terribly disturbing story in the news this past week was about a seven-year-old in Memphis. He got into a fight with another kid on the school bus. Seven years old, keep in mind, is around first or second grade. A teacher got on the bus 
grabbed the boy by his feet and drug him off the bus upside down while the other school children watched. And they said the children were just, like, horrified, really. The teacher was reportedly, quote, placed on leave, but I'm thinking he should have, quote, been placed in jail. And if I had been the parent, he would have been placed in the ER because when you look at the video, that's also on the website, he has this boy. The boy's head is on the ground, goes down the steps. And I was reading the story. The mother had to take him to the hospital. The boy had a concussion. Right. Why is this man not in jail? I don't understand. That's all kinds of abuse. A first grader, and I done got mad yeah, at my exactly. heart beating fast. Oh, damn. damn, ICU. Why isn't he in ICU? Right. Or hashtag. Exactly. Mm. Of course, you know, the story has been all over the news down here in my neck of the woods. And uh, from what we have been able to see uh, in the media, it's been reported exactly as you said, Tanisha. And I'm just thinking, okay, a seven-year-old, even if, this particular seven-year-old was involved in the fight, which he was not. A seven-year-old mm. is not that hard to restrain. Exactly. Exactly. And watch the video. The little boy is sitting in the seat, and he snatches him out the seat. Like, I can't I can't talk about it anymore. Y'all, if you got anything else to say, y'all take it from here. I can't talk about it. I, I can't. I can't even uh, imagine my seven-year-old getting drugged like that and then having to take him to the emergency room and he has a concussion. I just can't even, I, I don't even know what I would do. I can't even say what I would do because I don't know. Right. You're right. You know, the, You're right. The grown-up parents say I would let them handle it or whatever, but then the petty Pam would be like I'd be in jail somewhere. You know, yeah. you just don't, you know, you don't even want to think about it because, ooh, Tanisha, I don't even want to think, never mind, we ain't even going to, mm -mm. I know, I know, I know, like, people don't even know that side, but over mine, I totally flip out. I black out, I lose all sense of reasoning and all of that. I don't know, I'm praying about it, I don't know if I need to go to therapy or whatever. You're right, Pam. Let's not talk about it because I can't even imagine this. You already sold me all off. We ain't going to be able to finish the show. So we're going to move on. Right. Let's, let's, let's move, move and on. The, moving on. And the thing is, Tanisha might not even get no licking uh, behind her mama and her husband. <laughs> 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 well, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. What do you think about that school in South Highland, Illinois? They took sixth graders on a field trip to learn about nature for three nights and four days. And as a part of that learning experience, the school set up an underground railroad learning experience. Now, according to the news out of Chicago, that's, that was ABC affiliate, all the kids were black and the teachers were white. All the kids were told to be slaves. One of the parents said there was no communication about this being a part of the trip, no consent form, or anything. I also read that the school said students look forward to it every year. Well, now they may be looking forward to what they thought was a trip away from home, something away from their normal environment. I mean, who wouldn't look forward to this camping trip? But I'd be hard-pressed to imagine that they're looking forward to acting like slaves. 
the superintendent said there was a perception that kids were being chased by white people through the woods, but it was more like a night hike. I'm biting my lip right now. I can't. I don't even know why I put these stories in today's show. I done upset myself so bad. My heart beat fast. I'm going to turn this over to y'all, too. I, I don't know about this whole underground railroad, though. I can't. Y'all go ahead. Tell whatever y'all think about this. Because, because if I do anything else, I'm, I'm, I'm going to cut. So, and I don't think <laughs> have enough sleep. Tanisha, when you went through the show to see what stories you were going to do, did you think about the effect it was going to have on... I'm trying to laugh to keep them cussing like Jay, but... <laughs> no, okay, so when the stories come out in the news, you know, they're isolated. So I'm mad about that one thing. But I know that it's worth discussion because, one, people are sometimes ignorant to the woes of African-American parents, African-American citizens, and what we go through. So I think it's important to talk about Number two, I need to remind us that, hey, it's not all peachy cream. The fight still continues. We need to still prepare for the battle of equality and justice and equity and all of that. But, again, I was looking at each story individually as they occurred. It's not until we're talking about them all that I'm just flooded with emotions and all of that, and I'm just trying to pull myself together. And, Jay, uh, if you be here with your blessed oils and, and, and spray me a little splash of holy water and anointing, I might be able to get through this a little better. Mm-mm, because, see, that won't do any good because I already told you if I say anything else, I'm going to cuss. So that would nullify any sort of any <laughs> sort of blessing that the oil would have that I would oh. transfer to you. So let's move on because okay. the way my cuss uh-huh. is set up right about now. Uncuss, it's, it's set up. It's set up. Okay. Go off the east side. Ah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, while we on the verge of cussing, even though we're going to try to swallow those words, I read about a school that has apologized for asking eighth grade students to list the positive and negative aspects of slavery. And at first, I just kind of glanced through the story. I was thinking it was a, the same story we just talked about. But this is a whole different story involving students in Texas, not Illinois. And again, I am finding it difficult for anyone to have a valid argument highlighting any positives as it relates to slavery. And I'm talking about slavery at any place, for any human being, during any time in history. And so, I okay, I got a picture of the test on the website, and it has like a T-chart. And you're supposed to talk about slavery on the left it says you list the positives and on the right you list the negatives no 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 who created these people who created what the people the test these people that create the test these people that make your kids underground slaves these people that drag the kids off the bus who created all them oh i think they're under the influence they're under the influence all i know is that positive and negative aspects of slavery T-chart, I better not find it on Teachers Pay Teachers or on BetterLesson.com. <laughs> Otherwise, it would be a serious problem. <laughs> and also, Todd, these apologies, they're almost a dime a dozen right now. Just stop doing the foolishness. They must have yeah. a Sam's Club on sale in bulk. <laughs> not a Sam's Club. 300 apologies for $5. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's a good one, Jay. 
Well, while you two are in the midst of thinking and such, I would like to know your thoughts about this teacher who taught at Concord Christian School right here in Knoxville, Tennessee. She was fired because she is pregnant and she is not married. According to a discrimination policy, the Supreme Court says that employment autonomy by religious organization overrides employment discrimination protection. So basically, I guess if you're working for a faith-based institution or business or whatever, they have rules and they can discriminate to an extent. Um, and you're not protected under any other federal guidelines. All right. Well, um, I did see the story, uh-huh. and a couple of things were glaring to me about this particular situation. Number one, the teacher yes. who was fired. Fired, was let go, pink slip. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. She was what? Catholic. Was Catholic. Yes, she was Catholic. Mm-hmm. And she worked at a Baptist school. Okay. Mm-hmm. Theologically speaking, that would be kind of almost like oil and water, maybe not necessarily right. mixing. However, the story also went on to say that she was not hired because of her religious beliefs, but because she was hired because of her familiarity with the curriculum that the school had. So she already right. knew the kindergarten curriculum and apparently was well-versed in it so much so to where she wowed the interview committee and was offered the job. Yeah. Right makes sense. The third thing that was glaring to me was the fact that her child's father was a volunteer Sunday school teacher for this particular faith-based institution, the church or the school or whatever. It's time for Christian. Go uh-huh. ahead. And, mm-hmm. and he was not relieved of his duties as a volunteer. Yeah. So there's a bit of a double standard here because last time I checked, I, I don't think that she got pregnant on her own. Mm-hmm. So it would seem like to me that if she's going to lose her job, albeit a paying job, why would he not have been relieved of his volunteer duties or sat down? Mm-hmm. And he's teaching Sunday school, so he really is falling under Sunday the theology school. of the church. Right, right. Uh-huh. I don't know, but she's suing them, so I want to see what happens, because this is interesting. Because, like you said, she wasn't hired to teach religious studies, Sunday school, or any of that. She was hired to teach a kindergarten academic curriculum. So it's very interesting. Exactly. Well, she didn't go around and take a survey. Well, who else is, uh, you know, just because I got pregnant don't mean that I'm the only one in here fornicating or whatever. I guarantee you she's not. Did Pam say she need to go around and take a survey? Yeah, she did. She's <laughs> like, are you bumping and grinding? See, well, that's why I can't have food with Pam. But I appreciate you because uh, sometimes when I am upset and we have such serious stories, to be able to bring me back into a place where my heart isn't so heavy, I appreciate that from you. Yeah, because it was two or three topics you couldn't even talk on, and Jay couldn't, he couldn't, he was going to cuss, so... Yes, right. everybody has their place here. Everybody has their place, and we have a chemistry that makes it work. Let me think. This show is 152, 150 seconds. Yes, repeated show. Yeah, I'm starting to keep track now because it's even shocking to myself. Wow. a long way. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Listeners, we need 15 more likes 
to hit the next milestone on our social media Facebook page. So, hey, if you haven't gone in to like the Talking With T Facebook page, I encourage you to do that. You will find daily uh, nuggets of news and comedy and all of those things. But that's it for this bit, and I can't wait to hear from the two of you next week. And I can't wait to tell it. And you know I'm going to say it. We discuss many topics on Talking With T, and if you would like to share your thoughts and opinions, call 865-409-1170. We would love to hear from you, and your call just may be featured on an upcoming show. We want to celebrate T's top teens and hometown heroes, so if you would like to make a nomination, visit www.talkingwitht.com. I also want to continue to spotlight local or rising artists. Well, once again, we've come to the end, but stay engaged by again visiting www.talkingwitht.com. You can find the links to many of the stories we share and discuss on our website. Also, remember to follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Remember that you can listen to Talking With T anytime on your time. Pick your pleasure by choosing Blueberry SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Google Music, or iHeartRadio. New shows will continue to drop each and every Monday. However you choose to listen to the show, remember to leave your comments and reviews. In the meantime, and in between time, subscribe to Talking With Tea Daily, the online daily newspaper to get your daily scoop of trending news and find out what we're talking about. On that note, I'll end with a quote. The best preparation for tomorrow is doing your best today. Remember where you heard the word. Keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking with Tea.